Jazz lose last night to the Pelicans. The Jazz at the defensive end could not get the job done, and they paid the price with an L. The Jazz did not have more than three consecutive stops the entire game until there was four minutes left to go. During that 16-3 run to cut it to one, the Jazz made nine stops on 12 possessions. Wow. As much as we focus on the Jazz when they miss shots, when they don't D up properly, that is the real downfall of this team. When they decided, let's buckle down here, we may have a shot at this one. Boy, it turned around pretty quick, didn't it? That really does tell you everything you need to know about last night's game. I remember one time a good friend of mine and I went to the grocery store and he started throwing things over the aisle to me. I had to catch it. A can of beans flies over. I caught it. Then he threw a glass container of syrup. (laughs) If I hadn't caught it, I would have been clean up in aisle five. That was a long setup for that joke. That wasn't a joke. That was a long setup for it. If I would have missed it, it would have been <laughs> clean up. No. Aisle five. No, that, that wasn't then even the Then the CSI intent. Miami theme starts. Right <laughs> if I hadn't caught it, it would have been clean up in aisle five. I, too, saw the missed calls at the end of that game. But I think these guys have taken it too far. I mean, I'm not sure that it really serves a good purpose for the Jazz. It's just a bad look overall. Second, I'm not sure that it's going to grant them any favors from the referees moving forward. I don't know if what they did last night is going to be helpful or not. All those guys are trying to verbalize and talk about the problem, and it goes to perception of teams and players. Why is it that referees' reaction to different different teams and different players is different. Chris Paul whines and cries about the officials, and it's called manipulative. And he gets the calls. James Harden is the same way. It's viewed as this positive thing, and you can't breathe on these players without getting a foul call. Yet, Rudy Gobert, was it two years ago? He raises some concerns about the officials, and then he was assassinated in the next game. You cannot tell me that wasn't on purpose, that Houston game, that they did that to him. They called a foul on the tip, which I have never seen. Never. And then then they kicked him out 45 seconds into the game. You can't tell me that wasn't vindication. Joining us now, the head coach at BYU. He is Mark Pope and guard for the Cougars, Brandon Averett. If this team is going to reach its potential, what does it have to do? Brandon, why don't you tell them? We've been focused on the same thing the last two and a half, three weeks. We have these three keys that we've been focusing on ever since losing to Gonzaga. Communicate, physicality, and protecting the ball. And we feel like if we go out there and take care of those three things, we'll come out on top every single time. We went from a team having some challenges protecting the ball to having two point guards now that are basically at a four to one assist to turnover ratio. Brand has been like a five and a half to one and a half over the last five games. We're thinking about those three things every day. We're talking about them every day. And Brandon, I'm really proud of you for remembering what they are. <laughs> yes, sir. You know, I'm on it. Brandon didn't know he was going to be quizzed in the middle of this. <laughs> Any player that would have come out and said what he said would have ended up facing some ire. And that's my and point. That's why it's not productive for the Jazz to play this game. So here's my Just point. Just put your though. head down and bust your butt and work and stay focused on winning. I'm sure the Jazz are standing there watching Doc Rivers crying the entire game and going, well, his team is going to the line at twice the rate as our team. But yet when the Jazz cry about the officials, it's viewed as, well, you better toughen up out there and go earn it. I would say the same thing to Doc Rivers. I was as disgusted as you were by some of those calls at the end of that game. But I don't think it's a concerted effort to get the Jazz because because they're in Utah. I'm not talking about some grand conspiracy. I'm talking about how these guys are programmed. Because it's referees, they do it the same way as the general public. They view the Jazz as this cute little team that's just pretending to be really good. They haven't earned the benefit of the doubt. That's how they... Jake, you really think that's what referees are thinking out there? Yes. Man, that's quite a conspiracy. It's not a conspiracy. It's just how human beings are flawed. And that's how people view in their lens this Jazz team. Let's get out to the zone phone. He is Tim Lacombe. I have a guest with me right now. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. David Rose. Hey. How you doing? Dave, I want to ask you about what's happening in basketball. This emphasis on the three-point shot. It is unbelievable. I was watching the team in the SEC. The entire second half did not shoot a two-point shot. They shot a three-pointer or a free throw. That tells you where the game's going. The Jazz have got four shooters on the floor all the time and sometimes five. I would hate to be a defensive guy right now because those are the guys who have really got the challenge of trying to figure out how they're going to stop these teams teams that are putting space on the floor and great shooters. Is everybody ready?
Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It is The Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Great job by Austin Horton right there on Sounds of the Week. We are broadcasting live from the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. Price is so low, it'll blow your mind. We're at the Salt Lake location. Austin Horton is producing today, as usual, back at our Carrier Zone studios at Vivint Arena and safely social distancing from Casa de Monson, the one, the only, Gordon Monson. Gordon, hello. Hello, Jake. How are you? Fine, Gordon. Fine. Uh, very comfortable, in fact. Uh, I, I'm on <laughs> a, uh, what are you on today? I'm on a sectional, which I've never never sat on before, but uh, I, I like it because it's, it's got kind of the one captain chair, if that makes any sense, and then there's the rest, rest of the sectional. Like, if this were my couch, this would be my spot. <laughs> you would commandeer that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I'm pretty sure it reclines. Yeah, it's nice. I, I'm, I'm going to enjoy getting dad... to know it. Did your mom or dad have a have a chair that was theirs in the, um, uh, in the TV den or something like that? You know? Not so much. I'll, I'll tell you what my grandfather did. My my grandpa on my mom's side, he had a spot. And when he walked in the room, everybody got out of the way? That was his spot, yeah. <laughs> Whatever happened to those days? I mean, I, I, I've, I got a, I've got my spot on the couch at, at my house. so It's not a chair, though. It's just my spot. And what happens if like Naz sits in it or Sadie? I'll find in there? I'll find somewhere else. I'm not yeah, I'm not yeah. that married to it per se, but you know, yeah, if it's you. open, that's probably where I'm sitting. Yeah. Okay. That works. How about that's you? Weird. I, I, see, I picture you with a spot. I don't. Not really. No, I move around. So, uh, I you know, it's kind of like uh, I lost the power a long time ago, and so I come in and I grab what I can. You know. All right. There are some favored spots, but oftentimes others occupy them. It's also their favorite spot as well. <laughs> yeah. Probably because it's the most comfortable spot in the, in the room. But uh, anyway. Well, Gordon, when you're running matter. a bed and breakfast, I mean, you know, there's, <laughs> exactly. there's like 15 people over there. You know, you need to exactly. jettison some of those people and you get your spot more. I got a, I got a, uh, a text from, uh, from a good friend, Kevin Graham, the other day, and... Uh, he said, uh, uh, you're up to about 20 now, right, in your house? And I said, uh, is that what it is? I've lost count. <laughs> it might be. I don't know. You could have you could have brought some people under the roof when I wasn't looking. Who knows? Yeah. Well, my one daughter uh, and her husband, who happen to be uh, living with us right now because of uh, the campus where he works normally is closed, and so they a long time ago came to our place and uh and uh he she my daughter is now expecting and so he was congratulating one more occupant of now about that yeah yeah there you go that's big news it's big news in the monson fam it's great grandchild number seven seven how about that uh, that's awesome, Gordon. Happy for you guys. Happy yeah, for their family yeah, too. That's, that's always exciting. And this yeah. is what I've learned. This is what I've learned about life, Jake. Is everybody is fully aware of that, especially this past year, that there are enough challenges along the way. That it's uh, when those good things happen, man. Grab a hold of those and uh, enjoy. I, I agree to a certain extent, but also hold on to that bitterness. Cling to that. <laughs> Cling to that negative feeling when tempted to do otherwise. We have talked uh, about this in the past on the air, Jake, but you and your lovely bride, Naz, are expecting uh, another addition to your family, and that's one of those moments to uh, to uh, to enjoy. But it sounds to me like you're going to find some uh, some dismal lining to uh, feel more comfortable no, along I'm with a, 
I, I'm excited. No, I uh, genuinely excited about it. And in addition, and for our daughter to have a sibling, I mean, it's it's really really great. But I, I will tell you this, Gordon. Am I am I a terrible person for having this feeling? You tell me. That I'm <laughs> really not looking forward to ha- like newborn phase again. Like we'll get through it, I'm sure, and uh, and all that stuff. And people always say, "Oh, you forget how bad it was." No, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> I remember it. I remember it quite well. I remember it like it was yesterday. And is it terrible? Terrible for me to say that I'm. I'm just not looking forward to that. Oh uh, well, <laughs> kind of terrible. Yeah. What? I mean, I'm looking forward oh. to the good things, you know, but I'm not looking forward to the, <laughs> the stirring at two a.m. Yeah, the the lack of sleep and the. You know, I just I, I I've spent the last better part of the year done with diapers, and it it's been nice. <laughs> you know that whole thing. Oh well, man up and and then take care of your. Hey, we're doing it. We we went into this with our eyes open. I'm just not looking forward to it. I remember I how joyful your face was when you gift gifted me the rest of your diapers. You were no longer going to use. <laughs> oh yeah, it was a great day. It was a great. It was a great feeling. But, and, uh, but Jake, as you know, those those times do pass. They do, they do pass. But it doesn't mean I have to look forward to them. And thank yeah, you for that, at, by the way. It. I'm looking for a little reinforcement. <laughs> like, no, it's okay. And and yeah, I know it's a tough time. You don't have to look for. But I get it. You're a, yeah. You kind of are a bad person. So that's how yeah. we're starting the show. Hold that's on though. Nice. Hold on here. Think of it in these terms. Think of it in terms of. Those uh, those old pioneer families, you know, who found the homestead and they had uh, a bunch of kids to go out and work the farm. You know, you've got another hand, you know, eventually. Eventually. Shovel, shovel the driveway. No, I totally <laughs> agree with that. You're yeah, right. See, You're right on the uh, money. But it doesn't make, like, you know, the first six months of their life any easier. <laughs> I know, but I'm just trying to help you look for things to look forward to yeah. that make it worth it when you have to get up at 3 a.m. I mean, don't don't get me wrong. Whenever the kid moves and my wife says, oh, the, the kid is moving, I say, does it does it feel like I have a strong back? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you could tell this, but the, how does it does it feel like the back strength is good? Does it how how's the kids lifting power early? Is it, is it does it feel does the kid feel like it's going to be a digger? You know, because we could use a digger in the family. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Somebody can push that lawnmower real well. Really, really well. How, you know, pull, born to pull weeds. You know, kids say they're born to do, you know, I was born to be a politician. Nope, this kid's going to be born to work outside and do yard work. And it's, what job do you dislike the most? Because that's what you can designate child number two. Absolutely. <laughs> to take care of. What is it, Jake? What's I don't the worst? Know. I don't know. You have any grease traps you need to clear any yeah, time? That's, that's pretty good. Uh, maybe the roof needs reshingling. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Now, Jeff. Jeff, a good friend, listener. He says, please interview Lisa to get Gordon's tips for raising newborns. That's a great point, Jeff. I, you know Jeff, what? I thought true. it. I thought it, but I'm glad you vocalized it because I, I had the same thought. Yeah, five diaper uh, over here. Five total diapers with Not five true. total daughters. She was, she was joking with you guys. She gets the shtick around here. I mean, look, I, I did a lot of things. I mean, I was busy working. Okay. In my profession as well, but I, you know, I, I'd come through that door, baby, and I was full of energy, ready to do whatever needed to be done. Now, next time you see Naz, Gordon, I want you to talk to her about the whole "I was working" thing and see how that goes over. <laughs> <with her. laughs> I want you to try that out on her, and and let me know how that goes. Since you missed the whole evening time when you're doing pre-half and post. And then you get home at like one in the morning, you know, uh, then, then, you know, you're up at the crack of dawn, you know, because you missed out on all the labor at home uh, from, you know, from the two in the afternoon until midnight or whatever. Yeah, right. So you have to make up for that. Right. <sighs> Sleep. Ah, it's optional. Uh, let's see. Thank you, Jenny. Jenny tweets in, says, Nad, Jake, you're not a horrible person. Having a newborn sucks. 
Thank you, Jenny. That's always, you know what? That's all I was looking for was a little reinforcement from a friend. Like, you're not a terrible person. Wait, it's hard. Wait, Jenny, but no, how, many, how, many, how many times did Jenny go through that? I don't, I don't know. You know, Jenny Gerard, she... three times. Oh, is it, how is it Jenny Gerard? <laughs> Jenny Gerard. <laughs> okay. She went well, through it look, three different I, times. I, if it's one thing I've learned, I'll argue with you. I'll argue with Austin. I'll argue with Scotty. I'll argue with Hans. I'll argue with PK, Yourself. DJ. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll argue with myself. I will never argue with Jenny Gerard. Never. Yes. Smart move. Yes. Smart move. And I'll wrestle a bear before I argue with Nascot. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But, got, you know, hey, strong, I know that she's right, some, and I'm wrong. We got, yeah, we got some smart, strong women around here. That's all right. All right. So I thank you, Jenny. I needed a I needed a little reinforcement, and I knew a true friend would, would come through for me. I think you ought to turn your perspective yeah. around, Jake. You know, I, I'm I'm looking for a little help, and I get yeah, you are kind of a bad person. That's ah, jeez, uh, wow. Brother. You should never have said that on the radio. Oh. <laughs> Um, okay, we've got a lot to do, uh, Gordon. Do. In fact, let's uh, we'll we'll get to your list. Um, well, we can start off. Do you want to knock an item or two off the list? Uh, we're going to sure. talk to Clayton here in a moment here at the warehouse. Uh, Gordon's list every single Friday. Uh, let's get started. Austin, go ahead. And now another look into the mind of Gordon Monson. I know. We're all terrified. Let's just try to get through this together. This is Gordon's List on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Previously on Gordon's List. Tri-tip beef mixed together with sauce on on some sort of carb. The only time I've had a butler was uh, uh, on, a, on a on a vacation once. And there. <laughs> Nobody else eats elbows. Too heavy. Too rich. Too thick. Too yeah, too, too yucky. Sorry, I'm just reliving a bad experience. <laughs> time for Gordon's list. Brought to you by Tim Daly Nissan Murray. Gordon, uh, let's get an item or two off the list. All right, item number one is is, is a pretty big one. Uh, all-star game, uh, the Jazz involvement. Coach Quinn Snyder is coaching uh, in the game. Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert are involved in the game. Uh, they were selected last, and I'm sure this has been a topic all day today. Um with a chuckle from LeBron about how when he was younger, nobody thought they wanted to be John Stockton, Carl Malone. Nobody picked the Jazz in video games and whatnot. How much disrespect is happening here, Jake? Uh, and the, can the Jazz use it as motivation? Is it disrespect or is it just good fun? Uh, personally, I think they should hold the draft with everyone present, like there in the room right before the game. I think that would be that would be the way to do it like in the schoolyard, you know, and then you'd have to face. <laughs> that would be uh, awkward, but uh, entertaining nonetheless. Here's my thought. The whole thing is really, really good for the Jazz. They're going to use this as motivation, as they should, because great athletes do that sort of thing. And quite frankly, my last thought on it before you take off is uh, a question and an answer. Should Quinn bench LeBron in the All-Star game? I say, yeah, that'd be fun. Okay, so which one of those do you are you looking for my comment on? Yeah, and take your pick. You, <laughs> no, Quinn shouldn't bench LeBron. <laughs> uh, Come on, you don't think that would be humorous? If it, well, what? I mean, it's an All Star game. People are tuning in to see LeBron. And what's LeBron going to do? Listen to him? I mean, it's, <laughs> I'm just going to walk out on the you know, floor. Yeah, Coach Snyder needs to go have a good time. Let's not <laughs> let's not worry about vendettas. It's not like he's going to be coaching. So you know, vendettas. Uh, <laughs> uh, so let me see. Was it disrespectful? Yes, in a very juvenile way. Um, like it, it was obviously pre-planned that that's what they were going to do that they were going to leave Rudy and Donovan until last. And so, I, I don't know. What does it mean? You know, are they just are, – are they picking on him? I, I I find it interesting that he took a shot at really the overall franchise and basically said he didn't pick them because they weren't cool or didn't play for a cool franchise or something. It just seems so stupid. I don't – 
Joe Ingles said today on if they're going to use it, he said he didn't care. He said they're on a different team. He doesn't care. So I don't know. I don't. Uh, I don't know if it makes one difference or another. But I. I do think it's stupid. I mean, LeBron's whole. Um, LeBron's whole. I need a big man. Come on over, Sabonis. <laughs> I mean, all yeah, that stuff. Yeah. He knew what he was doing. It's so yeah. dumb. It's it's really juvenile. Okay, so answer this question. Are Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell the last guys on the bus for the All-Star game? What are they mean? the worst are they the worst players in the no. game? No. No. I, I know. I know. No, that's it's that's ridiculous. what seals. That's what sealed it, man. Come on, what are you doing? I understand that Rudy is a defensive player, and it's, there's almost this peer pressure not to play defense in an all-star game because everybody wants to everybody to feel good and look good. And, hey, what are you doing blocking my shot, you know? Uh, but but uh, but come on. That, I, I, I agree with you. I think you hit it right out of the park. Yeah, yeah. and it's a thing like, oh, they think they're all big because they've got the best record. Well, let's knock them down a peg. It's another one of those cute little jazz things that, that you want to pretend doesn't exist. It's it's just another example of no, what we're no, talking no, about. No, 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 no. These guys aren't referees. Don't get started on that. They're just players that are being stupid. So, I mean, but uh, I, I do believe that that is somewhat real, and it played out right there in front. So. Well, he, he said, you know, nobody ever picked John and Carl in the Jazz right. when we were playing video games, you know? They're not cool. That's what he was saying. Jazz aren't cool. I'm not picking you because you're not cool. This is stupid. Why is Donovan Mitchell not cool? What, what, well, what's according not cool to LeBron, because he plays Mitchell. for according to LeBron, because he plays for the Jazz. Well, that's just, you're right. That's just stupid. I mean, look. I'm for, I, can, I was born and raised in a different place. There, there's nothing wrong. I mean, Utah is is a terrific place to live. Is it perfect? No, no place is. I've been around. I've lived in different I states. I've lived in California. I've lived, I, I've lived in, uh, in Europe. I've lived. I've, I've seen the world. Uh, it, it, there, Utah is a good place. This is just this is just juvenile. That was a good word that you used uh, for that. Any other thoughts? Uh, well, we can get to them a little later on. I mean, it will continue to be a big story. I know you've got a big list, but we are here at the warehouse. We'll we'll continue on with Gordon's list coming up, 1825 South, 300 West of Salt Lake location. Uh, also, the Orem location, 86 East University Parkway. And Clayton is jumping on with us once again. First and foremost, it's great to see you, buddy. How are you doing? Good to see you too, Jake. You doing all right? Good to see you. Yeah, I'm great. How are you doing, Gordon? Thanks for asking. <laughs> Hey, How are you I, doing? I, I, we're hanging in there. We're doing. We're doing good. It's, it's good to be back in Salt Lake. You busy? We're staying busy. Yeah, very, yeah. very, very busy. Vidal seemed very upbeat. He said things are going all right. Look at Vidal running around helping while I'm on the radio. That's he what, does all the hard work. I just take all the glory. He's a good, <laughs> he's a good dude. We Vidal. swapped. My dad used to take all the glory, and I'd be running around. Now it's my, Vidal's my little gopher. <laughs> in other words, you've learned to be a good manager. Yeah, well, I appreciate take I'll the take, glory. I'll take the compliment. Yeah. Everybody, though, everybody involved here is all cool. Hey, on that note about LeBron, I don't. When did he grow up? Because if you didn't choose the Jazz on NBA Jam, what were you thinking? That was the Jazz were like the best team on that game with John and Carl. Yeah, and yeah. even Hornacek. Yep. Like, I don't know. I got pretty upset watching that last night. But in that kind of same spirit, let's start. Let's let's come swinging with some deals. Yeah, let's do it. Let's, let's be aggressive. I want to talk about beds and mattresses because okay. I feel like we've kind of gone away with that. And we've been talking about Orem, and I want to get to Orem later in the sure. next the next break. Yep. But I want to talk about our bread and butter, which is adjustable beds and getting you in the best bed at the best price out of anyone in town. And I want to talk. I want to talk about our queen size. We're doing. And listen, this is this is crazy. I just met with Vidal. We talked about it. This is a deal my dad secured that because of coronavirus, it just came in, and I just want to get rid of it. Okay. But I don't have a lot around. of space. I don't, I don't have a lot of space. We're, we're getting out of Orem, and so I, I, don't, I can't really throw these into two locations. So everybody who's, who's thought about getting adjusted bed, listen to this deal. I'm going to do a queen-size, head-up, foot-up, Bluetooth-compatible, All right. adjustable base and mattress 
for a thousand bucks. That's incredible. Nine ninety nine. Because the head up, foot up with the Bluetooth. That's the that's the Cadillac. That's well, the that's the nice one. This is the best. Listen, this this adjustable bed. This this one that we got. This deal that we my dad secured is the best. It's the it's the industry standard. It's the head up, foot up. You can you can hook up to Siri and tell Siri, hey hey Siri, bring my head up, bring my foot up. And normally this deal normally. <laughs> Look, Siri just replied yeah, to it, me. <laughs> it heard you. <laughs> Get out of here, Siri. Normally, this deal is seventeen ninety nine. Wow. This weekend only, we're going to call it the Vidal special. We'll give Vidal a little spotlight. Yeah, he needs some glory, too. Vidal special, queen-size, head-up, foot-up, Bluetooth-compatible base with a five-zoned, individual, pocketed coil, hybrid, memory foam mattress. For nine ninety nine. That's insane. Less than normally seventeen ninety nine. We're gonna do it for nine ninety nine. If you already have a cool mattress, you just want the base. I'm doing base alone for ninety nine. Wow. That's, Boom. That's incredible. You said the best price in town. That's the best price on the planet. You you, you can come here. They'll show you online. You're Look not it up. Better. It's yeah. the it's the manufacturing company from Logan. It does bases. I can't say their name because of the deal that we signed and we got the best the best adjustable base industry standard. We're doing it for nine ninety nine, and there's a little bit better I want to talk about because it's my generation. It's a CBD mattress. Ooh, how about that? CBD infused. Wow. Mattress that's normally thirty two hundred bucks. I only have four of them. Uh huh. We're doing them for eleven ninety nine. Wow. That's in a queen size too. So if you want to go away from that little that the the five zoned individual pocketed coil, you want something a little bit nicer. Come in, we'll get you in that CBD infused mattress for eleven ninety nine with that four ninety nine base, and you'll be sleeping better than you have slept in years. Wow, Clayton's out of the gate swinging. Come take advantage of it. Eighteen twenty five South three hundred West, eighty six East University Parkway. Thanks, Clayton. Appreciate you. Thank you, guys. All right, we'll have more of Gordon's list coming up next. Ninety seven five and twelve eighty the zone. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 12.80. The Zone, band of the day today is Jet, brought to you by Live Nation Concerts, by Concert Tickets, and get the latest tour news and artist inside at LiveNation.com. Jet selected by Gordon, but it is Friday. That means more of Gordon's list. Gordo, what's next? Wait, did I select Jet? No, I said selected by Austin. You oh, said Gordon. Said, yeah. Oh, did I say Gordon? Yeah. Oh, my bad. Well, so if you like it, I select it. If you don't, Gordon. There you go. <laughs> sure, I'll take the blame. Um, did you see the uh, picture I just uh, texted to you guys? Uh, yeah. There they are. Aren't they beautiful? The 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 laces. <laughs> the new J threes. Did you know they were called J threes? Yeah. No, you didn't. My son-in-law works for the company. Come on, I know this stuff. <laughs> we heard the background. Those are what? nice socks, Gordon. Is that leather on them, by the way? I suppose those are leather uppers, yeah. That is sweet, huh? Good for you, man. Wonder how All right. many uh, child labor laws were broken to make those. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have any other comments you wanted to make on uh, the all-star situation, uh, uh, Jake? <laughs> I I just sent you a picture, Gordon. Those are my oh, shoes. You did. Yeah, those are those are my shoes. I sent you a picture too, but don't <laughs> don't talk about it on air. Right? Oh, oh, <laughs> uh, oh man, I <laughs> those are sweet too, man. <laughs> Gordon, let's uh, about the all-star thing. I I don't. I mean, I I'm more annoyed by it than than anything else. I mean, I'd I'd be curious to hear how fans, what fans think about it. I would guess they're well, you know what annoyed they by it as well. Want, but I mean, like it's it. you know, it. I I told you yesterday, and I've told you before. It's easy to drag the Jazz for some reason. It's easy to do that. It's easy to make the jokes or a juvenile thing. We're gonna pick them last because it's just easy. Because you're not going to get a lot of pushback, and everybody's going to get some laughs at the little old Utah's expense. All right. So uh, speaking of expense, uh, the fines are out for Donovan and Rudy, twenty-five grand and twenty grand, respectively, to those two. Is that about what you expected? 
Yeah, I, I think so. I, I think they earned those fines. I, I actually thought Rudy's would be a little higher because this is not the first time he's been fined for complaining about officials. But, I mean, yeah, it's not a surprise. We'll circle back on the uh, the all-star thing and what LeBron did and all that later on. Uh, more and more so-called experts seem to be jumping aboard the Zach Wilson love train for the draft. I wonder how much that's going to shift between now. When is the draft? Is the draft the end of April? Sounds about right. Is that? Uh, do, you, do you expect him to really go second? Because I think he will go second based on what I've read anyway. Um but do you think it'll be the Jets that do it, or do you think someone else is going to trade up to get him? If he goes second, he's going to the Jets. Because I don't I think know, they're but... trading out because they right. uh, they have expressed how much they don't like their current quarterback. <laughs> so I, I think they're going to stay with the number two pick and uh, pick a quarterback and go back to the drawing board, build around new quarterback with a new coach. So um, I don't think that the Jets are going to trade out a number two. You know what's so weird about that is, isn't Sam Darnold still really young? Yeah, like 23 or something? How old is Sam Darnold? I don't The The it, Dolphins are, are trying to give up on Tua. He's even younger. <laughs> I just, I mean, I remember the days when quarterbacks, you really couldn't judge them for three or four years. You know, now, now they're just sort of like, and, and, and you know, by the time they're in their mid-20s, now by the time you're 23 or you're, you're washed up or disposable i hope uh, i'll tell you zach wilson better perform or if he gets an opportunity he goes to a team that uh needs him uh, pronto uh doesn't seem like there's much patience out there these days there, there there's not well i mean jared goff was in a super bowl what two years ago <laughs> yeah, everyone was just dogging him. and now the rams are paying another team to take him <laughs> I mean, it's 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 pretty nuts how, well, how that particular pretty... position turns because everybody's looking for the next Mahomes and and that standard is impossible to meet. And so, I don't he know. Did, plus, he did. plus they're that, taking that team. That team did have a pretty good defense, right? Well, it, and these teams are taking flyers on guys in the first round that probably shouldn't be first round draft picks, but since they play the quarterback position. You know, it affects things. So, And then they get thrown in, to your point, they get thrown into the mix right away, and teams make snap judgments. Yeah, they do. Uh, no doubt about that. You know, it, it reminds me, wasn't it Jim Plunkett? Uh, this was a long, long, long time ago, but he, he was drafted by New England, if I remember correctly, and it didn't do much of anything. And later in his career, shipped off to the Raiders, and there he uh, did pretty darn well. So I, I don't know how many examples there are of quarterbacks who are sort of given up on and then that came back strong. But uh, I think sometimes folks get a little too jumpy early on. Alex Smith uh, granted a release uh, from his contract out of Washington after he said recently that the club hadn't really supported him in his comeback attempt. Uh, they even said they didn't want him around, that he was kind of a nuisance. Well, now he's a free agent, and I imagine some team will pick him up as, primarily as a backup or as a mentor for a young quarterback because the guy obviously is terrific in that regard. The NFL can be a brutal place, man. Hans has talked about that, right? Yeah, it's been, it can be a hugely brutal place. But uh, if, if you ask me to believe that the Washington football franchise would – act in a way that would offend me or or that I think would be not correct. Wow, color me shocked. <laughs> yeah, right. Did you uh did you, you tell me the report? worst owner in sports would would shun a guy who nearly died for his team? Yeah, I I believe it. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. Did you see that report? I don't is it substantiated or unconfirmed or whatever about uh, Snyder being forced to sell the Washington football team. I don't know if that's true or not, but I saw that floating around the Internet earlier. Um, that probably would be good news for most uh, Washington football team fans. Yeah. All right, Jay. Creighton coach Greg McDermott suspended after he used the word plantation in referring to his program and his team in a locker room talk with his players. He said he uh, he couldn't have anyone leave the plantation, using it a couple of times 
What are your thoughts on this? You know, I, my feeling is that ignorance needs to be squelched, even though some will complain about that, you know, cancel culture and all that. He's not, he, he's been suspended. He's no, he won't be fired, I don't think. But uh, McDermott said that he would have stepped down if that's what his players wanted, but they didn't want him to leave. So uh, uh, after his suspension, he'll be back. What are your, what are your thoughts on that? Well, I guess I wish people would choose their words carefully because, of course, words matter. But, you know, it's so hard to judge these things based on you don't have any sort of context. Uh, I don't know. I th- it, it, It's a dumb decision, but. A dumb decision by who? The the coach. I mean, just pick uh, a different word. God, yeah. you can use a different analogy. It's not that hard. But yeah. at the same time, do I think that there should be pitchforks at the gates? I don't this this just sounds dumb to me rather than somebody who's trying to be racist. Well, I, but see, I think a lot of folks, and both you and I are Caucasian, so I mean, but a lot of a lot of people out there let this sort of thing slide, and so I, it's not. I don't think people are clamoring for him to be fired. Maybe they are. I don't, I don't know, but it, just stop with talk like that. You know, I mean, it just does It's unnecessary, and it's it's downright uh, disturbing to a lot of people. So, and and I think that happens in the numerous workplaces around the country. And it's it, maybe it's time to be a little more careful, like you said. Yeah, I I think so. Just yeah, I I, I don't know. Be smart. Or try to be smart. Pick your words carefully. But you know. I've I've said things on the radio that I've regretted immediately. You know, I don't I don't yeah. know. It's it, it that's why this whole thing is is so difficult. And I don't know this person or their heart. And it's difficult to cast judgment. I just wish people. I wish he would have been smarter and used a different analogy. It doesn't seem that hard. An investigation at LSU found that uh, then football coach Les Miles had uh, inappropriate behavior with female students back in 2013. Apparently, according to the report, he kissed one uh, and uh, said a female student should go to a hotel with him and he would help advance her career. Apparently, he reached a settlement before the case was made public. Uh, This is, uh, I mean, is this another case of just the power of a head football coach? Oh, yes. This now this type of story, um, you know, not that the other one wasn't serious, but I find this type of story very revolting because this is like definitely a university systemic type of thing. Did you see that uh, the the athletic director, an email was released from the athletic director at the time, emailing the president and saying, we need to fire this guy. Uh the AD said we and you know what I, I I didn't know you were going to bring this up here, but I'll, I'll see if I can find the AD's exact email. Uh, but it, it was reported where he said like, listen, we warned him, we told him, we we put these parameters in place, and he went outside of them. We need to fire this guy. And and the AD even went on to say, listen, and I thought this was really really smart. He said, listen, we need to think about this as a you know, from a progressive standpoint, not not reactionary, but act like, you know, what we do need we need to be think about how it will be perceived in five years or so. That was basically his message. And yeah. we need to do we have grounds to do something. We should do something instead of not doing something. And then five years from now or whatever it is, need to scramble to cover our butts or whatever. It was it was. I thought it was a really interesting that the athletic director, the boss of Les Miles, said, we got to can this guy. And the president was like, nah, well, you know, I, I don't know what the president's response was, but he obviously didn't lose his job. And now they, they look terrible. I mean, it's just terrible. All right. Coming up uh, after uh, our short break here, uh, Joe Montana is had said something that was pretty profound. A student manager at Texas Tech was uh, – <laughs> You'll like that story, Jake. And a woman in Oklahoma did something really dumb. Well, okay. We'll get to that coming up next. More of Gordon's List. We're live from the warehouse here in Salt Lake City, 1825 South, 300 West. We do, uh, I should mention this, we do have jazz gear for the first time in a long time to give away. Uh, Gordo, have uh, a couple of different shirts. Actually, a good selection of shirts, some hats. Uh, even, uh, for you, uh, lady jazz fans out there, we have some gear for the girls and, uh, it, that's the seatbelt 
liner or a seatbelt? What do they call that, Johnny? A seatbelt? A seatbelt pad that has a jazz logo on it? Tons of jazz stuff. So come on by and see us, 1825 South, 300 West. Also, uh, don't forget about their Orem location, 86 East University Parkway. More next, 97.5 and 1280, The Zone. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It's Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, live from the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. Price is so low to blow your mind. It's the warehouse. Don't forget 86 East University Parkway, their location in Orem. Howard Beck will be on the show at 4. Our friend Ben Anderson from KSL Sports joins us at the top of the 5 o'clock hour. But uh, let's knock a couple more items off the list there, Gordo. All right, let's start with Joe, uh, Joe Montana. He says that Tom Brady is the greatest football player ever. React. Yeah, there you go. It's a little different coming from Joe Montana, fellas. Come on. Uh, yeah, but this debate, like like we talked about around the Super Bowl, like this debate was over a while ago. All right. I just so wasn't if, if, sure if, if it was Joe is, in your mind. If Joe is saying that now, I kind of think less of Joe. <laughs> Why? He was asked about it. Because they're kind of like the the old seventy whatever Dolphins that celebrate every time uh, you know the last undefeated team loses, like. You know, if you've been holding on this long thinking you were better than Tom Brady, well, you know, I don't know if you have quite the proper perspective on yourself there, Joe. He was asked about it recently. Come on, Jake. Let the man speak. Well, he could speak all he wants. That's all I'm saying is is I feel like the debate's been over for a while. So if he's just coming around, well, I kind (laughs) of think less of him. All right. Uh, a student manager at Texas Tech uh, was put into a game on senior night in a blowout uh, victory, and he gets huge cheers when he takes a charge. What do you make of this story? I'm sure you saw it. Uh, it was a guy's name, Ty Larson or something like that. This kid that's been busting his butt, working for the team, and he gets a chance to go out on the court in front of the fans. Yeah, I love cool. stories like that. Yeah, I think it's great. Uh, I think it's amazing. I the uh, the story. What was it? A couple years ago in the bowl game, where um, oh, why am I going Blake? The quarterback who uh, faked like his uh, his shoe Troy was Williams. Un- Troy Williams faked like his shoe was untied, uh, uh-huh. so Drew Lisk could get in and get a snap. You know, I love I love stuff like that. Does it matter that this manager was in the key for like eleven seconds? <laughs> no, let him take a charge, All Austin. Right. It's literally the worst, like, way to make a stat in basketball. It's such a weak thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I took a charge. He just stood there. That's yeah, right. That, he's not, he stood there. He camped out there is what he did. He made an impact in the <laughs> he game. He had a little campfire going <laughs> under the hoop. You know, Rudy got a sack. <laughs> this guy took a charge. What do you, you know, that's <laughs> good for him. All right. A woman in Oklahoma was arrested in an attempted home burglary, Jake. How did she get caught? Well, she left behind a bag of Cheetos, and she was shortly thereafter found with uh, by police with uh, Cheeto debris left over leftovers on her teeth. Wow! What? Well, I guess don't, that stands I mean, up in court. I I don't. Here's <laughs> what I don't understand about that one. All right, Gordon is like, you're in the middle of a breaking and entering. That is when you pick to have a snack. <laughs> That's the time you could. It's like you having a snack when where you hear the bumper music coming back into the segment. It's like that's when you choose to have a snack. You know, you couldn't have those Cheetos. I don't know. Ten minutes later. No, it's when it's when the the mood strikes. You know? No, it's not it's when like, the mood strikes. Yeah, it's like I no. always say. It's like having a fit. When you're going to have a fit, you have a fit, right? You have it. There are when, appropriate when you're going to hanker in for a Cheeto, you eat it. There are appropriate times to be eating and not appropriate times to be eating. Although Cheetos do stay on your teeth for like two weeks. <laughs> That's true. But can you imagine that? Okay, 
get the flashlight out. You're saying, okay, open wide. Let's see what's going on here. <laughs> that, I've never heard of that before. Uh, two more items I wanted to get to real quick. Uh, in, in, a, in a story that surprised nobody, Antoine Walker said he was playing spades with Michael Jordan for 36 hours, and the two of them were teamed up against two other fellas, and they were down 900 grand. And Jordan postponed his press conference, according to Walker, announcing that he was returning to the Bulls after playing baseball. Down a million dollars in a card game. Ooh-wee. That's something that uh, few uh, people like you will ever, well, let me put it this way, that you and few other people will oh, ever please. experience. Uh, I thought the biggest part of that story was that he delayed his press conference because he was in the middle of a gambling binge like that can't be <laughs> that can't be healthy behavior right you know this is supposedly one of the biggest moments you know michael jordan returning to basketball and you're just like nah I don't, you know i'll get to it i get, i'm i'm busy here i'll get to it, <laughs> get to it. uh yeah I remember who was it who asked uh Michael Jordan, if he had a gambling problem, and he said no, he had a com- oh, competition. I problem. saw that. I saw that clip today. I think it was Connie Chung. Oh, okay. All right. And then the last thing is this one, Jake. The state of Kentucky is passing a bill that would allow seniors in high school to come back to play another year. Uh, Just temporarily, question- or like permanently. Is this like a COVID thing, or is this changing the rules thing? No, it's because of COVID. Okay. And so my question to you is, if you had a chance to go back one more time to high school for an extra year, uh, is that something you would have done? No, no, no. Wouldn't even have to think about it. No. Austin, would you have done that? No, uh, I wouldn't. I enjoyed high school, but there's a time it ends, and then you move on with life because, you know, you're an adult. But now here, I, I will say this, though. If I had spent, you know, my entire life earning the starting shortstop job on my <laughs> high school baseball team, right, only to have the season ripped away because of the coronavirus, then I absolutely would consider it. You would hang around for uh, one more go? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, for special yeah. circumstances. I mean, if you've, you know, a lot of people, a lot of times your senior season in athletics, that's that's kind of the culmination. That's what you've been working for. You're not going to go to the next level. You're not going to play college sports. You're going soft on me, Jake Scott. No, I'd, I'd, I wouldn't blame somebody for doing that. Get it's a an job. It's an isn't experience that, you're that, never going to get back. Isn't that a little like when I hit the grand slam left-handed yeah. against the players? No, who because yeah. those were like first graders. And we're talking high school seniors. Yeah, you were a high school senior going oh, back to going back to like I'm the sure. first graders, right? I'm sure, it's Come different. Yeah, I, I, if if you were to go back now to high school, how do you think the more mature Jake Scott would have done in a high school environment? Would you have used your wisdom to be popular and to? be successful in the high school environment or would you be frustrated by the immaturity of the younger folks involved in that whole thing i don't know probably vandalize a lot more stuff what (laughs) i couldn't hear you (laughs) probably vandalize a lot more stuff uh yeah i don't i'm not sure Gordon, I, I probably would, even, you would you would get even in even more trouble than you did the first time. I around. would have probably taken it less, or probably take it less seriously. But it would probably be frustrating the immaturity of it all. I never never considered the question. Uh, well, when you saw your high school baseball coach going out to dump gas on the field to dry it off, you probably I'd would warn run him. out and say, yeah. "Don't do that." I would I would warn him that that probably wasn't <laughs> a good idea. All right, we're here at the warehouse, eighteen twenty five South, three hundred West in Salt Lake. Don't forget about their Orem location, eighty six East University Parkway. Price is so low to blow your mind. Clayton jumping on with us once again, and uh, Orem still still great time to drop by the Orem store because you guys are motivated to move some stuff. Everything has to go in Orem. We're closing the Orem store um, uh, due to the circumstances and my dad being sick and, and where he's at. 
Um, we're going to close down the Utah Utah County store, come down to Salt Lake, fortify the fort, and then when he's back and healthy, we'll find our permanent home in Utah Valley. So, yeah, everything has to go from Orem. We're running, uh, we're running incredible deals, whether it's nightstands and other and odds and ends starting at ten dollars. Um, we have also uh, we're running the Clayton sectional in Orem. I think we have a couple of those uh, down there as well. And really, Uncle Clayton's down there. He's awesome to work with. Also, my cousin Matt and my little brother Christopher are doing great uh, things down there in Orm. So whether you have kids uh, that are down at one of the universities down there and they need some science, some sort of furniture situation, whether it's a sofa, love seat, uh, or who knows, maybe a mattress. We have we have love start. We have love seats starting at two ninety nine. We have sofas starting at four ninety nine. We have mattresses, queen size mattresses, starting at two forty nine. So go down, see Uncle Clay and see Christopher, and check out the Orm store again. We're closing this store, and everything has to go. As soon as everything's gone, I can close it. Awesome. Everybody keeps asking me when, as soon as it's gone. I got nowhere to put the stuff, so. It's got to go. It's got to go. Motivated to go. And, of course, Get in there. here in Salt Lake, uh, you'll, you'll be well taken care of as well. But And, of course, whenever you say a store's closing, everyone might start panicking, and they might start visiting our Salt Lake location and another location and be like, oh, no, you guys are leaving. Not at all. I don't, I don't want that to be the message. Orem is closing down. Salt Lake, we're here to stay. And we're running crazy deals here. I mean, start talking about nightstands, let's jump back to Salt Lake. I have a nightstand deal that uh, my dad got. We have a few left over. They're usually uh, 149 a piece. I'm doing them for $100 a set. Wow, That's all right. 50 bucks a nightstand. Can't beat it. Brand new, in a box, really nice, either white or gray. And I got this. Check out this chair, Jake. Oh, I love it. It's a nice little all aluminum yeah. metal chair. Sure. That chair is normally $89 this weekend. Well, let's do it through Let's do it through Tuesday. All right. And again, we are open here in Salt Lake on Sunday. Okay. We're going to do that chair, all metal uh, aluminum chair. We're going to do it for $29.99. All right. I got a lot of them. They got to go. It's sleek. It's modern. It's awesome. We're doing that chair for $29. Bucks and I got one more deal. All right, I got a dresser and a chest deal. Now this is real wood. It's a really, really nice, really good quality uh, dresser and chest. I'm doing the dresser and the chest for five ninety nine, which is crazy. That is crazy. Usually you can get a dresser for five ninety nine, right? Chest alone two ninety nine. Dresser alone three ninety nine. Together five ninety nine. Unreal. Boom. Come in and see us. We'll do that. Uh, we'll do that deal through the weekend and while supplies last. All right, eighteen twenty five South, three hundred West, and of course the Warham location as well, eighty six East University Parkway. Thanks, Clayton. Thank you, guys. All right. We'll have what's going on coming up next. Stay tuned. Ninety seven five and twelve eighty. The Zone.